Hi guys, it's Tommy. And I'm happy to say this is Phil. And you are listening to Real Talk. Oh my goodness, what an exciting episode. There's so much to talk about. The Big Brother finale happened. We haven't even dove into that. Um, I got to, well, my dad's finally back. He was yes. away, then I was away in LA with the whole entire cast of Big Brother 23, which was insane. Um, and we have a very, two special guests coming on today. Uh, it's very exciting. We have member of the cookout from Big Brother 23, runner-up Derek Frazier, and his best friend Adam, who they have their uh, their show together, the regular degular. They're each other's best friends. Adam ran his account while Derek was in the house all summer. So we get to talk to them all about how what the summer was like for them, ask them all the questions that you guys want to know. But before we get into that, we have to address so, some other thing that happened. So I, I got to mention it. I, I was away on business. I come back from my business trip, get a phone call that Franny was in the hospital. Oh, yeah. So went to the hospital and she passed away basically um, when I got there. So very sad. And this is the first podcast without her sitting right next to me in my in my chair. It's a little weird for us guys because Franny was the honorary fourth member of our podcast. It was me, my dad, Jell, and Franny. Every single episode would follow us into the podcast room. Sometimes knock sit. on the door if we didn't. She would we, knock on right? the door if we left her out there by accident. She would make sure that she was a part of it. But she never comes in the podcast room. Unless we all go in there. She knew when we went in here all together, it was time to record and she wanted to be a part of it. Yes. So she was an honorary member of the podcast. Uh, she sat next to my dad every time we recorded. So it's a little weird for us to record without her. Yeah. But it was very, very sad uh, this morning because I, I, I'd walk her in the morning and today I had nobody to walk. So today was very sad, but um. Yeah, it's a little uh, sad. I don't but, want to make it too too sad. You know sad that here, but. we we had to we had to tell everybody, but there is a lot to be excited for on this episode. We're very 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 and excited to talk to the boys. One last They're thing from about Philly. Franny. Oh yeah, go for it. Don't forget now she was also part of the Brocco boys during our TikToks. Yes, she was. Yes. You know she's a girl. Yeah, she is a girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, anyway, so, well, listen, I'm happy that we're back together, that we're doing the podcast. I miss doing this. I we, really it's did. It's been forever, honestly. I missed and it. We, you know, we went all season long talking about Big Brother, and then we never wrapped it up when the show ended. Um, but, so we have a lot to talk about. I can't exciting. wait. I can't wait to talk to uh, Derek. And how lucky are we? We have the runner-up of Big Brother 23. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to talk to him. I'm so excited. Let's call them in right now. Oh, we're calling them right now? Okay. Hello, hello. Hello, Mr. Derek Frazier. Hi, Tommy. And Yay. Lee? My, my dad's name is Phil, by the way. How you, you doing, know. Derek? <laughs> hey, Phil, how are you? I'm just letting you know I'm fanning a little bit right now. For one, I like the way you play the game, but two, your father, he's one of my favorite boxers of all time. Oh, thank you so much, Phil. You are great, man. You are great. <laughs> and you have a wonderful son. You know I'm a big fan of him. I know. I love you. I'm so. I was. It was so cool to hear you talk about me on the feeds. I was like, I was fanning myself because. Uh uh. I, not the way I was talking. I needed a muzzle. I was talking X-rated on. No, the you were I'm good. Scared. You were fine. You were good. Honestly, we didn't hear that. We really didn't. I swear. good. I'm glad you did. But um, what? It's so crazy because 
you know, like I was a major fan of the show before I got on. So, and you guys are the first new cast since I was on the show. So it was very, I feel like this was, of course, this is like all about you guys, but in a way, I think you'll see also when the next cast comes out, this is kind of the ribbon on the end of even my big brother experience, like coming to LA, meeting you guys. It was so surreal. You all played, I mean, you especially played an amazing game. This was such a monumental season that you were a part of. You got second freaking place. So incredible. I still can't can't get over it. I'm like, did I really do that? (laughs) How are you feeling? Tell us everything. We want to know everything. You know what? It is, I would have to say, like, it's unbelievable because, you know, when you walk into that house, I'm like, I know I'm going to go far just because of based off of my friends hyping me, hyping me up. They're always like, Derek, you have this great personality. Everyone's going to love you. And when I went in there, I was kind of like, all right, let's try it out. And it worked out perfectly. Yep. Um, you know, it, 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 it was just crazy to be here and say I did it. And also, we're not talking about I went on the show and then that's it. Like I made it all the way to the end so close. But just to know that I, when I walked in those doors and I was like, you know what, I'm going to make it. And trust me, there was times where I would look at the competition and go, I'm not going to be able to do this, but I'm going to give it my all. But it worked out because, you know, there's people in the history of Big Brother that don't win any comps or throw comps to make themselves look like, you know, they're not good at, you know, doing yeah, things. Yeah, 100%. No, so I wasn't throwing comps. I was trying to win. I was telling people to send me home. I was telling people I was a threat. Like, yeah. I was constantly saying that and I think that people did not get that point at all. I I loved that you did that. I mean, listen, I I know that it might sound silly, but Dr. Will, he's like the most iconic player of all time. He threw every comp and he always was telling people, I'm a threat. You're going to, you should be afraid of me. No, no, he was crazy. He would say, I actually hate you people. Just send me home because I don't want to be around you anymore. (laughs) And people just didn't take it seriously. This was honestly like, People might have given you a little shit for it, but the truth is you were. That was another form of gameplay that you had, too. Yes, yes. I wanted, I 100% was like, send me home. I'm a threat. I don't need to be here. And I also told everyone that I don't owe them anything, and I would send you home. And I think people were just like, ah, big D. Right. No, either you wouldn't do that. And I was like, okay. Here we go. Even I, you know, when it, the moment for me when I was like, Big Big D is doing really well was when you took the money and you got away with it. People, usually oh, yeah. when people take money in Big Brother, they are the next ones out. They're the biggest Correct. target. You got away with it because of who you are, how you were playing. People just saw it as a joke. Like, even though yep. you weren't telling them, they knew it was you and it didn't matter. And the fact yep. that it didn't That's matter so is a mean. testament to who you are, how you were playing. You were playing a really strong game. You made it like you were the joker of the house, but it yes. worked to That's your what advantage. I think people miss. I yes. really think people miss that. That's why I was kind of like the whole entire time I was joking, making laughs, doing right. cooking and cleaning. Like something that I feel like no one is ever going to be able to do again in the history of Big Brother. Because I was just like, oh, let's sing and dance, everybody. I'm distracting them from conversations. I'm babysitting. Right. I'm doing everything as a social game. I felt like I had a good social game. But I feel like because I wasn't very vocal on talking to the cameras and telling the live feeders what I'm doing. Yeah. 
that's the problem. I was very not, not thinking about them. I'm thinking as long as I say what I'm doing in the DRs, it'll make it to the show. And unfortunately, it didn't. I know. I, so I, I didn't I know that. It. I wish I knew that because, you know, like I said, I watched live feeds in the past. Not that much. Not a big live feeder. But I wish that I would have took the time to say in my DRs what I said in my DRs out in the open, maybe in a room by myself. It's so funny because I, I actually can completely relate to that. When I, I say that I'm a major Big Brother fan, but I didn't watch the live feeds before I was on. So yeah. I didn't know that level of it. And I would go into the DR, talk all about gameplay. But the truth is, when you are the gay guy on the show, yep. your role is to be the funny guy yes. usually. So yes. they're not going to put the DRs of you talking about your game. It's not going to make the show. No, of course. I feel like a lot of my things were, which was fine. I talked about Kyla a lot. Right. funny and stuff like that and my feud with Tiffany. But I feel like it was just one of those things where I was like, I explained all the different things. I explained all the line manipulating. Like I put yeah. in so many times that whole slaughterhouse, baby. I knew they were going to slaughter each other, and I helped slaughter, you know, yeah. it. I put the whole Whitney going home. I helped put Brent on the block, you know. Right. I helped uh, Christian go on the block. The whole fiasco with that, and I just feel like they did not, you know, they did not show that, and I was just kind of like, okay, cool. So I guess I'm big delusional now because people are just sitting there saying that, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what happened, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know if, you know, something's missing or what's going on because to me, this was so... I was so upset. I was not upset. I was just kind of like, damn, like now I got to sit here and try to explain what I've done. And that's why it was hard for me at the end to say all the things I've done because we have, you know, we kept the cookout, right. you know, until, you know, of course, I recently watched some of the episodes and realized Kyler was saying on the lines of an alliance. Yeah. You know, did um, you guys plan? Did you, because we were all wondering this, did you guys agree? Let's not expose the cookout until yes. we, yeah. And then yes. he was going against it. Yes. We said, okay, we said, we're not going to tell nobody about the cookout. You know, let the final two people be the people to explain what the cookout is, what they did, the purpose, and stuff like that. So then that would have gave two strong arguments for the whole entire jury. Like, oh my God, wow, right. that's so smart. But no, because somebody was saying that, you know, which I saw watch back, even if it's a hint of I'm working with this one and there's alliance, it doesn't matter. You're hinting at it. Yeah. I never sent my goodbye messages. What I was doing, it was always, hey, I'm sorry things didn't work out the way it was supposed to work out. Unfortunately, me, you never talk no game, X, Y, and Z. I wish you the best of luck. Even when DX wanted my vote and stuff like that, and I was like, no, DX, you went back on our word. Why would I keep you? It doesn't make any sense. They never showed that. And I'm just like, what the? I know. It's... Me and DX had a whole deal that me, him, and Kylan were going to work together. And DX was like, I'll never get rid of you. And I was like, all right, and you never get rid of me. We'll never get rid of the Derricks. And that's what we were supposed to be moving for. Uh, moving for. And that never happened. So I'm like, okay. I always say I wish they did this. Uh, I wish that they once a week had DR sessions with each house guest where they asked them who's their biggest ally, who's their biggest target, how they feel they're doing in the house right now, what their plan is. And they posted those DRs only online so okay. that the real fans could go and see where everyone actually lies. Because the truth is, even though people have live feeds, number one, you only have two rooms at a time. And number two, we're if you are working with Tiffany, 
you're uh, yep. you're gonna if or if you're no, this is a better example. If you're not working with Sarah Beth, but right. on the life, but you're in a conversation with Sarah Beth, you're gonna be saying to her, "Yeah, I'm with you a hundred percent. I got you." We're only gonna see you telling Sarah Beth that you have her back, that you're working with her. And we're going to take that at face value and run with it on the internet. But the truth right. is you're lying all along. You might go in the DR and say, oh, I just had this sick conversation with Sarah Beth. She bought everything I was saying. I told her I'm working with her. I have her back. I don't. And we wouldn't know the truth. So it's very difficult to, even though we have the live feeds, we see what goes on 24 seven. It's very yep. difficult to sift through what's reality and what is false. Um, Right, and that was the thing because we had conversations where you know there was times where it'd be like, "Is this real? Is this fake?" And I'm like, "No, it's a part of the game. I'm manipulating. I'm lying. Right. Whatever you tell them to, to keep the scent off." And that's the thing that makes me mad. Like I know moving forward, if I mean, like I said, I hope I'll get invited to come back. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, people tell me I should never be back on Big Brother. <laughs> you would be great. You really would. Yeah, like I would love to come back and I would do it again either another season or maybe a all-star season for sure. I would love to do that. And I think what I want to make sure I under, like make sure I do next time is to say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Hey, this is where I'm at. Hey, right. this is the moves and stuff like that." But because the cookout was in a no one says anything to each other. We all work on our own. We trust that we're going to make the right decisions. That's why we never said nothing. So it was like Okay, we're doing this, but guess what's happening, guys? Now we're at the point where we got to explain who did what and who did who. And I'm like, I didn't know what Tiffany and Hannah were doing, and Hannah didn't know what me and X were doing. Right. You know, like that. Those are the confusions, and that's why I was like, me and X are having conversations like, yo, we have just so much. We have just so much, and we. And then I'm sitting there like, I don't know what the girls have done. <laughs> right. You know. So that's right. why it was, it was very, very difficult. It's really tricky because this year you guys were playing a game where you were fighting for this bigger cause. So yes. there was a part of your games that were completely selfless. They had yes. nothing to do with you. You put your own selfish game aside. But Correct. then in the same breath, you're trying to keep, you're trying to balance that with yeah. having your own individual game as well and manipulating yes. and lying. And it's... Right. It, it, I think it added a whole other layer this year that we never saw before that no one's Correct. had to deal with before. It was a whole other you know, layer that we've never seen in Big Brother. Yeah. And that's why I've made it very difficult because if I would have had conversations with Hannah being like, let me tell you this, let me tell you what I did, and she told me what she did, it would have been a different scenario. But it was also because of the fact that all of us, we trusted each other, but not to that extent. So, for example, I'm not going to tell Hannah what I'm doing because I feel like right. she's to, you know, Tiffany. Right. You know, and 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 I was like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm only going to tell Xavier what I'm doing because I'm working with him. And then I yeah. would tell Kylan. I didn't tell Kylan anything I was doing till maybe later on when I felt like I could trust him. Right. I, was, I told her what I was doing and, and delivering stuff to her so she wouldn't have to do things, you know, and that's why I just feel like, it's very difficult because I get it. I'm the big entertainer. I want to entertain. I want to make people laugh. But it was just hard for me because when we came down to the wire, it was like when people were like, how did Kylan say that Derek's game was close to Hannah? I can't believe it because I told him everything I was doing. So he's the yeah. only person that could fight for me because he knows everything I was doing. Right. 
You right. know, and it was just tough. So I always suggest for anyone in the future, even if you're working in a secret alliance like that, please talk to those damn cameras that yep. the live people are watching so they can understand what you have done or what you're doing. Yeah, I wish I would have done more of that during my season too. My, that was like the one thing when yeah. I got back, right, Dad? You yeah. guys were like, I wish you talked to the cameras more. You waited till your last week. Yeah, you when you said. Because then people started to, to get you. Right. Because you were getting yeah. a, a lot of um, hate. And then when you started talking, I was getting a lot of hate because I was with this big alliance that was like essentially the popular people. But I knew even though this alliance, I knew that I would get further in the game if I stuck by them. So, you know, you do things in the game that you wouldn't do in real life necessarily. It's not a reflection of who you are. So America would group me in with the people, you know, they always want to root for the underdog and the people that I was with were not the underdog. So they weren't rooting for me. Until the last week when I was talking to the cameras, I was right. on the outs. And then right. they started to say to get who you are as a person. Because I was... Right. And, and this is kind of funny, Derek, because I would actually start fighting with people on Twitter because they were like, uh, say things about him. And I'm like, you don't even know him. Like, yeah. you're just making comments based on a TV show that he's trying to win a show. Yeah. Right. It's and crazy. That, and that was another thing. You're 100% right, Phil. I mean, it's definitely hard for, I mean, my roommates, like I said, I didn't leave my social media with any of my, uh, my mom, because she just, she's not good with social media. <laughs> yeah. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs> I love with my two, my two roommates are my best friend. And I knew they were going to be able to crack jokes or take the heat, but you're right. Like people come at who you are personally and they don't even know you. And the thing about it is that I think people need to also understand it's a game. Like, yeah. it's a TV show that's a game. And if people said things and they're sincere about things, like, you know, I took the time for, which is hard because as a gay man, we talk a certain way with the girls. The girls talk a certain way with me. But I took the time to apologize to, you know, Alza and Tiffany because I care about them and I love them. And I want them to know, like, hey, if you were ever offended by anything I said, I apologize and hopefully we can move forward. And that was my way of showing people that, Hey, I'm not saying I'm not delusional and I never said the words I said, but I'm more of also a jokester. I push the limits right. of what people probably feel like, oh my God, that's so offensive. Or, oh my God, I can't believe you said that, you know? And I'm like, oh, I like to joke. And then also we do talk in the moments where we get upset and whatnot. Yeah. And we forget there's plenty of cameras, but yeah, Tommy, I, I would say on your season too, I definitely get that being a part of bigger lines and not trying to play your role of, Staying low and doing what you need to do to help the alliance go further and help yourself. It, you know, you just have to remember to talk to the cameras because if you don't talk yep. to the cameras, everything you're saying in your live feed is not going to the camera. And I'll be like, damn, I yeah. wish that, you know, I wish I said everything from the DR into the camera. I know. I com- That was my one regret when I got off also. It's funny because, you know, I didn't, we didn't talk prior to this conversation, but in mm-hmm. hearing you talk about your experience, a lot of what you're going through, how you're feeling is exactly how I felt. And it it sucks. It does. Because I think part of it is, you know, they're making a TV show, like you said before. And yep. we it is a show where they're trying to represent certain demographics of people. And we yep. have the honor of representing the LGBTQ plus community. Right. Um, right. The, the men of the LGBTQ plus community. Correct, correct. And uh, <clears throat> with that comes a little stereotype with the editing. And, that you know, that it is what it is. Hopefully yeah. we can break those barriers one day. But it, it we have yet to see a season where 
the gay man is the gamer of of the season. Um, yeah. Well, you know, Andy. Yeah, so Andy was not edited to be the gamer though. He was he, edited to he, be a floater, even though he was gaming hardcore. The gamer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there was uh, uh, yeah. the amount of manipulation they, and lying and scheming that I did. I was like, oh my god, the fans are like I thought they were gonna hate me for that. You know, right. that's why I was confused when it's like you didn't do nothing. I'm like, oh, I didn't do nothing. Damn, right. I thought I was actually <laughs> doing stuff. I you know. know, and I'm just like shocked because I'm like, I swear I was lying in people's faces, making up stories, everything in order to get make sure the cookout makes it further and I make it further. Yep. And that just blows my mind. But I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, obviously we all love Big Brother. I love Big Brother. I'm very thankful for it. Same my you know, same my life. But if if you can't really sit there and see what type of game I was playing, then I don't know what to tell you. I, yeah. You know, I get everyone has their favorites, but I respect everyone's gameplay. There's no one that I can sit there and say, oh, I didn't respect, you know, someone's gameplay. I respect everyone's gameplay, even Aza. And I told her that. I said, how you got here is how you got here. And I respect that. If that's you, even I even say, even if that's you manipulating me. And yeah. Let me do all the dirty work or whatever. You got here. I respect that. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, I felt like everybody played their game and I give respect to every single person. And Asla definitely deserved to be in the end. She definitely was someone who played the game. She won when she needed to win and she deserves it. And I'll never take that from her at all. Yeah. I always say that, like, I think being, being a big, a good big brother player is about finding, cause we're all different. We're all unique. It's about finding yeah. what makes you unique and learning how to turn your strengths, your individual strengths into a strategy or a gameplay. And that's why for you, it's to be the jester. That was kind of what my gameplay was too. For Aza, it was for her, it was something different. Yep. She was like the lay low, the mama of the group kind of person. She was very an sure. empath. She took care of everybody. She presented herself not as a threat. But therefore, she made it to the top three. That's her gameplay. She took Correct. her personality and turned it into a strategy. You did exactly the same thing. Xavier did the same thing. Kylan, Tiffany, Hannah, everybody from your season. That's what we do in Big Brother. We take our strengths as a person yep. and turn it into a gameplay. And I think you did a great job with that. And I also think that it's conversations like this that the, the real diehard fans get to hear and that's how you right. change minds and that's how you let people know what you did. It might not be on the show, but right. it's conversations like this where you get to let people know. So I'm happy that you get to let it out. Tommy and thank you, you know, Phil for letting me, you know, Phil for letting me come on to the show just because of the fact that, you know, I don't really get a chance to, you know, when I came out and, you know, everyone hit me with this. Are you surprised that you don't want America's favorite house guest? Um, I was not surprised because I said in the house it was going to be come, it was going to come down to me, Derek X, and Tiffany. Tiffany didn't think she was going to get it, and I didn't think I was going to get it. But everyone kept saying, you "Guys, didn't. and we're also going off of how the house guests feel." Right. So for just to tell me they thought I was going to get it, I was like, "All right, maybe I will get it." I was right. surprised surprised at the, the how much hate and hatred I had, and I was kind of like, I wanted to be a villain this season and be messy, but I was like. 
I didn't really get a chance to be messy and be a villain. I dropped a lot of seeds and I did a lot of things, but you know, I get it. At the end, that wasn't a good look for me. You know, I think people have to understand when you're in the heat of the moment, being in that atmosphere, right? You're talking about your best friend here, and you got rid of a guy that you care about, and then after you got rid of a guy that you care about, then your best friend was kind of like, Oh, you know, I think I'm gonna take Xavier. And I was like, What? <laughs> yeah. After all this time, I just I just made sure we all got here. What's going on? I'm confused. <laughs> so it was. I so hear wild. you. I totally hear you. I think that th- that makes a ton of sense. And you're yeah. also from Philly, you know. It, it, yeah. That, that that's it. Where yes, and I'm built different. So for me, it's like the way I am is the way I am, and I'm you know like I said, I'm trying my best to get better um, and whatnot, and try my best to show people that. You know, Big D is a funny guy. He really is a good guy. Like, don't take, you know, a, a TV show and how I felt in the moment make you judge me completely because it'd be different if I didn't take the time to talk to those two individuals and apologize. Right. Then please judge me. But other than that, I did that part. So we'll see. No, I think you did a great job. Um and yeah, um, I, we'll see what happens next. You, now the the world is your oyster. You're back in the real world. Yeah. You're, uh, you're getting that's used weird. to it, and that's it. Very um, weird. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a lot at once. Yeah. And you want to take you want to take uh you know like the opportunity while it's here, but you also are just feeling confused and overwhelmed. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, I have a couple of questions well, from our before listeners. Before you get there, I just want to say a couple of things. Um, yes. So Derek, <laughs> yes, I gotta be honest. With you. I loved you were so loyal to to your your that you started with. It was yeah, really five, really yeah, five of us. Yep. Five of you, right? It was yep. really cool to, watching that. And I think if it was a different year, you guys would have stuck together all the way. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. You, you, are you are you talking about the uh, the Jokers? Yes, the Jokers. Oh, the Jokers. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. I would have, let me tell you something. I would have, it would have been a whole different game. It would have been even more, it would, I, you know, like I said, I was playing messy in the beginning because we had to get people out. Yeah. And then of course we got down to cookout. I made sure to get out who I wanted to get out, but it would have been a whole different other game because I would have made sure I would have kept Brittany any day yeah. over everybody. I would have kept Brittany. I definitely would have kept Aza. And if there was possibly to keep Frenchie, I would have kept Frenchie because Frenchie would have been good for, Making sure that um, he was too messy. Making, he was he a was shield. A good, he was a good shield. He like, was a shield. Yeah. Yeah, but he was too messy. Yeah, but no, he, was, he was a good he shield. Didn't care exactly. about getting messy, and that's what I love. Right. Uh, you know, I, that's what I love the most about um, him. I'm very thankful that he was the way he was. Yeah, um, Frenchie's great. I got to talk to him a bunch. He's he's so yeah. awesome. He's yeah. coming to New York in a, a couple of weeks. We're hoping to get to hang. Oh, great, no, great, awesome. great, great, great. Yeah, I'm trying to, the thing I'm trying to work on next is to find maybe, maybe an article or magazine or someone who wants to do like a photo shoot with the cookout all yes. six of us up in New York. Because I said, all right, we already did LA. I missed that one because I had to go home for family. So why don't you guys come to New York? Because I think that would be kind of dope. I think mm-hmm. that would be really, really good. Yeah, that would be great. And, and the only other thing I want to say is, Great, great job. Cookout was great job, right? The only thing I would have done differently is <laughs> yeah. in in the when you got to eight, and at that point you knew one of you were gonna win. Somebody, 
should have like I'm gonna be honest, like Tiffany, when she she could have done further by keeping Claire, and at that point yes, it wouldn't have but, mattered. Well, all right, let me. I'm let a big me believer hop in. Quick. In, you want to win the game quick, and then <laughs> Derek, you tell me if, if what I'm saying is correct because okay, this, so this this season was a lot of learning for a lot of viewers, a lot of white <laughs> viewers especially, and we you know. Of course, we want the first African-American winner with the cookout. That was what we understood was the goal originally. But then when we got to eight and we saw there were, we we, like as gamers, we're like, okay, so now you have, the jury is going to be made up of predominantly cookout members. Why at this point wouldn't you want to take a non-cookout member with you all the way, sit next to them in the final two chairs, so that way you're guaranteed to win. But- What we learned is that it's not just about having our first black winner. It was about sticking together and not turning on each other until you got to the six. And that was something that we didn't understand originally. I I, I, know. I still didn't get it because I want to win. Now, Tiffany didn't win. And she went home. No, I, I 100% get what you're saying, Pop, if you don't mind me calling you Pop. Yeah, go for it. You know, I definitely get what you're saying because, yeah, you're right. I should have probably, you know, got her out early, you know, earlier than that. And I wouldn't have had to worry about anything. But the thing about it was, if you keep, we just wanted to be fair across the board yeah. and give everyone a chance at the six to now let's play Big Brother because now we're at the six now and see what you could do. Yeah. And everybody had a chance to win that HOH besides Hannah. Um, you know, which was the revenge of the cluster with the egg. Yep. So, you know, we, everyone had a chance to win at the six. Yep. Um, it was just one of those things where you, when you, when you make a bond and you make a deal, it is bigger than the, you know, yourself in that moment. You're like, all six of us are going to make it to the end. So we can say, wow, the, the best alliance in history, the first African-American alliance, and all that to make it all six of us. And now on top of that, that means anyone has a shot at winning this HOA and seeing how things go. And unfortunately, you know, oh, not unfortunately, but one of the people that won at HOH, it was perfect because it was in my favor. Yeah. So I was able to help and manipulate and control the rest of the game and the narrative that needed to be done. Yeah. I think that like when, what you're getting at dad, like as yeah. you were, as a, a viewer, but as B, also just a white person, we don't yeah. understand that like when we're watching. But so yeah. that's, we that just don't, even... that's, it's just not, it's just something we can't understand. <laughs> no, I'm talking to me as but... a gamer. Right. Yes, that's but I'm talking it's about. different. It is different. Right. So that's what, that's like, I get what you're right. saying. It makes sense. Your point is valid, but there's another perspective that right. we have to learn from. That's it. And, it's like, and that's... Let, me say, let me say this pop. I'm, I'm going to say this pop. Any other time, Absolutely. I get what you're saying. Right. We would have had plenty of members in the cookout where we didn't need all six of us to go to the end. Exactly. But we made that oath that all six of us were making. Yep. We wanted to make history because then it would be like all six of us are to the end. Now whoever goes out will be okay with going out because if somebody would have left before the six, that person would have been so upset and they could have went back to jury and said this. It could have been a whole fiasco. And they were also leaving someone who's not a part of the six to potentially, especially someone like, I mean, I understand Claire. Claire hasn't really, didn't really win a lot of things. 
But you could have had someone like Alyssa who could have just we put her on the block and she would just win veto at the veto yep. at the veto at the veto. And then you look at it and you're like, right. damn, how could you not how could you not vote for this girl to win at the end if she's sitting next to a cookout member? Yeah. If she was able to do that. That's true, yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. Um I I also think two more things that just made me think of. That's what made the cookout work is that you guys weren't each other's best friends. That's why people didn't see it coming. Like you and Tiffany butted heads. Right. And there were other people in the alliance that butted heads as well. And Mm -hmm. it's what made it work. It's what made you guys the strongest alliance ever to ever play the game. Before you guys, it was the brigade. They made it. Three out of the four made it to the final three, but they got rid of Matt Hoffman along the way. You guys didn't get rid of anybody. You made it to the six. So you're the strongest alliance to ever play Big Brother. Nobody could say that. That is a result of their actions. That's very, that's, that's so incredible. You guys made history. They could have said, get Big D out, get him out. Right. Before the six. And I was like, no, what? Hold on. Right. Yeah, right. I I know I get you. I, I will tell you that I was uh, I predicted it was going to be I was wrong because um, Kyle went home right but I said it's going to be the three men at the end because the women aren't going to win and that's why I was like Tiffany at that point you got you need to move and bring Claire otherwise you're going to lose but and that's but she for, did. it wasn't just about I winning or losing that. it's about I understand that but I'm individual games aside for, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. I'm just saying me, as I know, a gamer, I, I would have played along with it because it was a great idea. I and hear then, you. Boom, I do. I'm out. I get it. I get it. But, but there's it. just, there's another perspective that you have to take into account okay. and learn from. That's it. Um, that we just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Derek, this is how the show goes. We just literally... We, I love it. Yeah, I know. I, I know. It. This is a family show. <laughs> yes, <and> yes. I <laughs> love it. I love that. And, and, and 100%, I, listen, I 100% get where you are coming from. You know, something that Sarah Beth said while we were in the house was Sarah Beth was like, there is no way that someone would put someone else before themselves on Big Brother. Right. Like, you know, like, would, would fight, would, you know, because I was willing to go down no matter what for the cookout. Yep. And I remember Sarah Beth being like, there is no way, no way possible. And I remember being like, yeah, because we had a bigger cause. Yep. We had yes. a bigger thing. If other alliances in past history could put um, the differences aside and not be selfish for a moment, they could do the same thing. This game teaches you how to be either selfish or teach you how to be, um, teach you how to be, um, I'm sorry, self, teach you how not to be selfish and how to be selfish. Right. Who this game teaches you. So you have to make the decision of, am I going to be that person that ends up breaking up the alliance because I'm worried about them coming after me? Or are you going to go, I really do trust this person. And that's what's so hard about um, this platform because you really don't know what you're going to do until you're there. But yeah. if people in the past would just say, you know what, let's all work together. We're a good alliance. You know what, I am going to put myself on the block for somebody else. I am going to protect them. Then they could have did the same thing we did. You know? You're right. And I, listen, not for nothing, but I would make me think of when I was in the house and I was desperately trying to keep my alliance together the whole entire time. Right. Everyone gave me shit for it, but right. I was like, come on, guys, if we stick together, we could do this. Uh, I, and I'm wondering and everyone was like, I'm wondering no. who gave you shit because I'm like, you blew the game because you trying to keep your alliance together. It was, it was I blown know, up I already. Know. Yeah, but then I have my alliance going after each other. But if they would have stuck together, we would have made it to the end like the cookout. That is true. Yes. Because... That is- 
my alliance, we grateful the original uh, alliance. Only yeah. only two people outside of grateful won an HOH that year. Nicole won one. Oh, that's not yep. true. Uh, three. No, Jess. Cliff, Jess, and Nicole. But every other HOH the entire summer was a grateful member. So we were very strong together. We didn't like right. each other. We didn't get along. We weren't uh, people to root for. But we were stronger together. We were. If we would have stuck to eight, we w- if we would have stuck together, we would have gotten to eight. I have no doubt. No, one hundred percent. And that's, 100%. And that's, that's the what they thing. did. That's the one thing that hopefully alliance alliances moving forward will understand. Do not crack. We oh. Right. What we were we were gonna crack multiple times, like multiple times with us tipping, you know, arguing, not really getting each other. We were going to crack, and that's why I sit there and say you always have to stick it out, yeah, no matter what. Yeah, a hundred percent. You never know. So. Yeah, I love that, and I love that. That's like the message that you guys shared. I think that's so powerful, especially yeah. like especially with. Because it's not just we have our first African-American winner. It's also we stuck together. Like that's yeah. the two messages side by side are so much more powerful together. So it's I'm, I'm just so proud to even have you on right now like that. Yeah. It, you're amazing, Derek. I'm so excited so to be talking to me. you. And, and, and Pop, I want to say this to you. Yes. If let me tell you something. This was a whole different game. Oh. You would have you you thought you saw a season this season. <laughs> I would have had all these damn house guests running circles, okay, <laughs> if I could have. I would have been even more messier because I wouldn't have to worry about nobody. Right. I'd be like, it's what it is, you know. But the thing about it was that I just think, you know, people are like, well, you talked all that crap because you had to cook out. Yeah, I had to cook out, but even when I had to cook out, I was still telling them, Well, y'all can send me home. I mean, I don't know what Right. It's all doing. Because it's, it's still did. Big Brother. You don't know for sure. Wow. Um, all right. So listen, we got a couple of questions for you too. All right. I'm ready. Um, all right. So let me pull these up. All right. So first of all, what's these up are with questions Whitney? from the, the <laughs> listeners. We need to know what's going on with Whitney. What's the, what's the beef? Is it real? Are you cool? Are you not? What's happening? You guys have to tell. I don't know what I did. Here's the problem. I, I don't know what I, I really don't know what I done to her. You yeah. know, I didn't, Whitney wasn't even there long enough. Cause when I got to the house, I forgot she was on the show. I thought she was on Survivor. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I'm you know, I, I didn't know, but that's why I wanted to make sure I took the time to, you know, she said she wanted to talk. She knows it. I gave her my number. She told me, I called her. Oh, um, you did call did her good. Okay, uh, so then yeah, you did the right thing. That's it. I, I did the right thing. I'm trying my best to figure out what what she's so upset about. Because if she she has to give me a, I want to know what she's so upset about. I right. don't want to hear what the fans are saying. She should be upset about. I don't care about that. Right. I want to know what she is upset about. Because last time I checked, if I am correct and I may be wrong, I don't think I said anything offensive to Whitney mm-hmm. or about her. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I did because if it's about this damn workout top, we all commented on the damn workout top. Right, right. Is it yeah. a workout top, Tommy? Is it a workout top? I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. I, I don't really remember. You know honestly, you know what, Pop? Pop, answer the question. Was it a workout top? I, I mean, I just found it funny because it was a little revealing. 
Oh, okay. All right, so it's a workout top. All right, Tommy. So we'll, I don't know. We'll, I honestly don't know. I like you said she was <laughs> she was on the show so long ago. I don't even remember the workout top. That's right what I'm now. saying. So for so for me, I don't I don't understand. The, this is what I'm getting at. And I don't you know I want the fans to understand. It's not like I'm trying to have beef for Whitney. What I I don't need to have beef with Whitney. I'm trying to figure out what do you want me to apologize for? Because if you're talking yes. about me saying the B word, I think I said the B word about Tiffany, and then I said one B word. I, I don't even know if I said it about Ozzy, and I think I said it in a way because I referred to I call all the house dance bitches, every single one of them, right, guys or girls. But I know I talked about Tiffany in a a bad way on how she was. Okay, so I just don't know, and I know the fans are gonna pull something up. Just like, well, Big D, you said this about, and I'm just like. Okay, but I, I'll be honest with you. Until I talk to Whitney herself, which yeah. I told she can call me. If you if you don't know what you're apologizing for, you can't apologize. It but, can't be an empty apology because then the truth is that means nothing. You have to talk it out. It can't be the then, top. It can't be the top. I mean, it, it, yeah, it can't be the top. It can't be the top because it, it, that's, that funny. Was one of, that's funny. That's funny. Actually, really funny. Yeah. part of the show because then everybody they're asking all the other girls and they're like yeah I wouldn't wear that <laughs> the, listen Big Brother There's is no about get me to apologize to someone that hasn't even like Alza explained to me her reasons why she was upset yeah Tiffany explained to me her reasons why she was upset yeah Whitney has not explained I didn't even know Whitney even had a problem so I was like who right. who had the problem I, I hear you I hear you. It makes sense. It, listen, until you guys talk it out, you won't know what to apologize for. I really and won't you won't know, know where I she stands. Not. It makes sense. But right. listen, Big Brother, it goes back to like the foundation of Big Brother. Big Brother is about taking 16 strangers from different walks of life. That's yeah. another crucial part of Big Brother. On They on purpose want to put the gay guy from, uh, from Philly with the like the, they usually have like an old guy from the south with the the hot blonde yeah. jock girl yeah. with the the jock guy with the nerd like they purposefully put people from all different walks of life from right, your right. walk of life this is how people talk and it's not considered offensive and that's a that's something that people have to understand and give you grace for i honestly think that's how new yorkers talk too like i to me honestly like listen i get it the word bitch. Tommy, like, I'm telling I, you, it's the East Coast thing. I'm telling I know. you, it's different. Like, I have literally, and the hard part for me is that I literally have said to Lauren plenty of times, I could be sitting there talking to Adam, and Adam's like, what's up? And I'm like, man, that bitch is getting on my nerves today. I just don't even have time. Right. And that's just me talking in a figure of speech. I know. Especially being a gay guy. They have literally, I have had plenty of girls call me bitches and all this other stuff, and I'm like, yeah, oh, it doesn't offend me or stuff like that or whatever. And I've called the guys bitches. I called Xavier a bald head ass bitch. And everybody <laughs> kept laughing and saying it over and over again. I told Kylan when he won week, when I, oh my God. And that's what me and Alyssa were making fun of with the faces. When we took the faces off the uh, veto derby and whatnot, and he, she was being uh, me and I was being Kylan. I called Kylan a bitch to his face when he won week six. When he wasn't supposed to win, uh, name that crew. I'm dead. Like, That's so I funny. Derek X, I called Derek X a bitch. I yeah. called everybody. It is just not the female. I called every guy and girl a female because of me being a gay guy. And I would say, I hope y'all call me a bitch. Right. 
That's just right. how I talk. This it is, is how I talk. From a yeah. Place of hatred. You would think I ran up to the girls and were like, you're a fucking bitch. No, right. I didn't. I talked and vented in the comfort of my own area or with a friend in the house that I felt comfortable with. I get it. I, I really do get it. Yeah. And listen, not everyone will get it, but that's okay. It, it is okay. Yeah. As long as you get it and the oh, person absolutely. and your, your friend that you were talking about gets it. Oh, absolutely. That's it. Like I said, to all everyone that is offended, I don't want anyone to ever be offended by the way I talk. But it has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Because if, if I'm not talking about you, I'm not talking about you. I was talking about Tiffany, or if I ever at any time refrain to Aza in that way, Aza. And I have apologized to both of them. And they can either take my apology, not take it or whatever, but I put it out there in the atmosphere and I still will apologize to them. But everybody else, I, I don't know what to say. I love I really, that you talked it out with them. Say. I think that's so great. I, I, Because I, I loved your relationship, especially you and both you and Tiffany and you and Aza. And I know that it gets a yeah. little tough in the house, obviously, but... I loved rooting for you guys, so I'm happy that you guys talked it out, and, yeah. you know, I think that's great. I think that, you know, now as time passes by, the game will become more of a thing in the past, and it will just be yeah. the, the bond that you have from the game, and that Yeah, because I'm trying to, right now, I wanna, I'm trying my best to, you know, yeah. I don't mind it. Everybody wants to talk about it because it's fresh and whatnot, but I'm like, can we, like, start moving forward and talk about the good parts? Like, I'm yeah. like... Let's talk about getting together. Let's talk about the the making make doing pictures. We we just did the biggest thing in history. Let's yep. let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Like, but I get it. It as fans, and I have sat there as a fan before in my life. I have talked about um, you know other people on reality shows and whatnot, and I get that. So I respect it. I'm just kind of like, how long? Are we going to keep this up? But I get it's going to slow down because I'm trying to look at the good things like making friends with people that have been on Big Brother and, you know, learning that, hey, you can't go out the way you used to have to. You have people that want to meet you and greet you. Like, yeah, I'm going to look at the positive things, you know, charities and things like that. Yeah, I I don't have time to keep doing dwelling on uh, on, on, an apology that is not that you guys want not 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 them right the fans like what i've never seen anything like it the fans are wild they're wild (laughs) i know um can we talk about you and kylan that kiss because that was the first gay kiss on uh nash on big brother and that was not us having the first gay kiss on on big brother you did (laughs) i guess we did you did it it was on national tv that was amazing Oh my god. We were freaking out. We were dying. I was loving it. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I love Kylan. You know, I he, that, he's crazy though. He is crazy. All right. I ain't gonna lie. He is crazy, but I love him and I think cuz I understand his craziness. Yeah. You know, I really got to know him for who he was and we shared a lot of emotional uh, support for each other and emotional thoughts because Tommy you know how it is being in that house where everyone's always coming up everyone's flirting everyone's you know doing you know not doing yeah stuff, just always no everyone's cuddling on day one literally you move into a house with 16 or 15 other strangers and you have to yeah. share a bed with one of them that night that's yes. it. And, oh, yes. And that was a thing. That was back in your that was back in your season because this season we didn't have that. You what know? do you mean? Um, you didn't have to share a bed? 
Yeah, we all had single beds. I think that was because also because of COVID. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. How did I not? Yeah, realize that's why that? you didn't see. That's why you didn't really see us They're all like linked up in bed together. Wow. Yeah, okay, they like I bunks, honestly didn't realize. And they that. put them in rooms. That's why like jokers were in the room. Well, I remember there was the the reef room had four beds, right? The the core room had four beds. The core the room had four beds. Had four beds, and the Joker room had four beds, and then you had the have nots that had four beds. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So your have not room was open week one. Yeah, right away. Yeah, the king slept in it week one. Uh, slept in it day one. Got it. We didn't. Our so have not room wasn't open, so, so that's yeah, why. As, as Pop was saying, yeah, that's how they did it. But that's yeah. why I said. It was one of those things where this season I felt as though, yeah, like they didn't. I'm glad they didn't do that because I, you know, I'm, I'm not big on sharing beds. But another thing was I just felt like everybody had somebody or someone they could flirt with or have that body to be able to keep you warm or have someone there. And Kylan, yeah. he was very open and very, uh, you know, receiving of me. Because I was like, hey, I don't want to make you uncomfortable Aww. and everything like that because I never knew. You know, I always, you know, Kylan to me is a heterosexual man. So I always knew he was a straight man. So I wanted to make sure he was I, comfortable with me hitting on him or cracking the jokes that I said and slapping his butt and all this other stuff. And he was fine with it and whatnot. He would do the same thing to me. So when he kissed me, I was shocked. Yeah. You know, I was just like, oh, let's just kiss and make up. So I thought he was going to kiss me. You know, I kissed him on the cheek. And then when he went for the lips, I was like, oh. <laughs> I love it. I okay. love that. I love that about Kylan. He's very open. He, I love that yes. about him. Yes. And that's what I loved about him. That's what made me very happy because Kylan was the first person to paint his nails. Like, we were all not painting our nails. He got all the straight dudes to paint their nails. Like, that's why I was just kind of like, I, I loved him. And I get that, you know, I get what everybody's saying. You know, Kylan is Kylan. We know that. But he is, <laughs> you know, I do care about him. I do love him. You know, we really did share a lot of deep thoughts and deep conversations and cried together and we were there emotionally just like I was there emotionally for everybody else in the house you know um but we were just as thick as thieves and um you know I I hate how things you know ended because I you know I would have definitely took Kylan all the way if he would have just said yes to my question right (laughs) um but you know we're we're still cool I'm I'm supposed to be talking to him soon uh, I don't know when he's been busy. I've been busy. I know you got, I know he, you know, when you, when you leave, sometimes you got to take time to yourself and whatnot. Yeah. But I'm hoping to talk to him soon. Cause I just want to make sure, you know, we're good. But when we were together, we were fine, but I just want to make sure, you know, I always want to, the people I care about, I always want to make sure, Hey, are we good? Like everything. All right. You want to talk? Right. What's going on? Did you uh, get your ring back? I did get my ring back. So the ring Good. story, so I can clear it up. <laughs> the whole entire summer, I have worn Kylan's rings. I mean, I have plenty, I have plenty, plenty of like gifs that I found of me wearing his Black Panther ring. Kylan has never, ever, 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 ever worn my ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me, the day on eviction, knowing you guys all knew the plan. I was planning to send Kylan home, okay? On the day of eviction, I left my ring in the kitchen, and he was wearing it. And I go, fuck, he's wearing my ring. Damn, that ring might walk out the door because I can't, you know, I can't sit there and say, give me my ring, because if I say, give me my ring, Kylan, he's going to know why. Right. Like, 
it would have it would have blew up Xavier, it would have blew up Ozzy, it would have blew up me, and I was like, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. So, you know, I did say something during the commercial break, like, oh, you know, that ring is too big for you. And he's like, No, it fits perfectly. And he's like, Twist <laughs> He yeah, probably you know, knew. You know, you know how he is. He's like twisting it, and I'm like, so I'm like, Oh, you know what? Go ahead, keep it. It is oh what my it is. God. Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not gonna blow our cover. I'll just have to order another one and whatnot, you know. And that was one that my dad and my mom gave me from college. But I could oh. always order one, another one from the, the same people, right? But it won't have the same, you know, sentimental to it. Right. But I was like, I'm not going to blow our cover. But he did give it back to me, like as soon as he hugged me, as soon as I came out the door on finale night, he gave it back to me. And um, you know, he was like, I just can't believe you thought I would take it. I was like, uh, get. Kylan, I love you, you but you did. You you took it. <laughs> you took it, and you didn't. You didn't even try to give it back to me as you were walking out the door. And keep in mind, the ring was on him. And then, I guess once it was time for me to get up or join the speech or commercial, the ring disappeared. He went in his pocket. He took it off and put it in his left pocket. There we go. So it wasn't like one of those things where like maybe we kissed and hugged, and he's like, "I'm gonna hold on to like a like a good romantic movie." No. <laughs> like. Like, no, he didn't it was... give me like a, hey, I'm going to hold on to this until I see you next time, baby. Yeah, he... he didn't even give me all that. You over there arguing with Xavier when I'm waiting for you to come and talk to me or yell at me. I was like, what is going on? I'm the one sitting at home. Why are you not yelling at me? <laughs> yeah, he held <laughs> on to it as blackmail. It, it seemed like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, con it listen, it, con it was, so, but he did give it back. And Good. He, Good. I, I think there was a misunderstanding. I'm like... I don't know what the misunderstanding was because the ring ended up in your pocket. When you, it <laughs> makes no sense to me when I asked you for it, you know. But it, you know, I, I, it, Kylan is Kylan. Um, I love him, and yeah. at the end of the day, he did give it back to me, and I appreciate that. And you know, um, I'm glad that he didn't do what I thought he was going to do because I thought he was going to throw it or be upset because I took his opportunity away, like. That was all that was running through my head the whole entire time. But he did give it to me, and we did talk it out. We did kiss and make up, you know, Good. kissed him multiple times while I was with him. Good. Um, so, you know, I, I, I love him at the end of the day. But, you know, I'll, I'll let I'll let Miss Tiffany have him, you know. Since all the fans want him and Miss Tiffany together, I'll let Miss Tiffany have him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're hearing some murmurs that that might be going on right now. So we're, we're hoping for it. <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah, little... I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer those rumors, but I'm just joking because I know her. Everybody love you know Thailand as they call. It. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> you guys were very uh, talked a lot of sex in the house more than what? I've heard in the past. Oh, yeah. what? Did you hear those conversations pop? No, he really like goes right there. Tommy, I didn't know what he was doing? gonna. He what's gonna pop out of his mouth? That was more things. than I've heard in the past. That's why really? I was like, yeah, and they they were very. Uh, they talked a lot. Yeah, but we talked a lot too, though. Honestly, I didn't hear that, and I was watching the live feeds. Tommy, listen, honestly, Pop, it's good that Pop, he didn't that hear it. That is not cool. You were not supposed to be listening to those conversations. <laughs> I'm gonna get Tommy for that because Tommy should have been on top of you, making sure you weren't listening to those conversations. Wait, I, I wasn't there. I swear, I didn't know. I will tell oh, you, it's kind of funny. Oh, Pop, you must have heard what I said about Tommy. Then. <laughs> make sure you don't repeat what I said. Then you were listening. I'm, I will. I'm gonna turn the blind eye because I don't know. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I good. Mean, all right, you know what? I'm glad you did What's it. What's really funny. But yes, I would say we were all very, um, I was very sexually 
frustrated, very, you know, it was very difficult being like away that long. And, yep. you know, Tommy gets it. Like there's cameras on you, you know, 24 hours, seven days a week. So it's like, uh, I ain't doing nothing underneath these covers or doing right. anything. Because y'all could catch any glimpse of anything. I was scared to even itch myself at times or rub myself but just sitting there. Because I'm like, they probably think I'm doing something. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Um, but it's I was in full true. boxer mentality. I was like, focus, focus, focus. But we were talking about it, and it would be hilarious how these conversations went. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, hilarious. I remember that. I I was very good this that summer also. But uh, not everyone was. <laughs> um, anyway, what do you? I want to ask you too. What are you hoping for now that you're out of the house? You have your show with Adam, the regular, the regular. Can you tell us about the show? What is yes. your goal? Where? What do you want? What are you hoping for? What do you want to do? Yes. Next? So the regular, regular show uh, is a show I do with my best friend. We do all types of different gimmicks, dress up. Um, you know, anything trending on TikTok. Um, we, we're just dumb and we're just two gay balded men. Um, like I said, I think we come from the community that I talk about Tommy that I think that me and you are able to relate to, you know, we're very, you know, and you know, we're the guys that get into sports and play, get rough. And, you know, uh, you know, we come from the bear community. I don't think we've really seen a lot of gay men on reality that have come from the bear community. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we just do all type of funny things. So for me right now, I'm working on shirts because I know everyone loves their favorite word. We you know, need an evote shirt. We need an evote yes. shirt. <laughs> yes. So I'm working on those shirts. Um, I have regular regular shirts made. I just want to get them redone. Um, because I, you know, I got these shirts made before I left. I like them, but I think I can find a better material as a shirt. Cool. Um, just working on trying to set myself up to start being, I guess as you call it, what you do, Tommy, you know, social media influencer yep. and whatnot in um, building my brand and my empire. So I'm going to continue doing TikToks. I'm going to continue, um, you know, showing people that, hey, I am the Derek that's funny and I'm just me. Uh, I love that. my first weekend coming up going out in Philadelphia. So there's a lot of things I would like to, if possibly, Tommy, I would like to do, I would like to do, I, I would do Big Brother again, of course. Um, but I'd rather do it when we get to All-Stars. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does. That makes a lot of sense. Um, well, I would like hopefully to do, they I'm could put both of us in there. Hopefully I'm going to do a casting tape for that. If not, Tommy, I definitely want to be on the challenge because I definitely want to be able to hit people. Yeah. I think that's, that's the only thing I was missing out to there was no challenges right. where I could like hit the straight dudes and like body them and make them look like <laughs> right. Things at times. Yeah, there were no comps that were catered to your strength at all. And no, I, yeah, I thought they were gonna Tommy. I thought when they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do new beginnings, new," because this felt like a new beginning, a new era. I thought we were gonna get like some heavy lifting type of comps, like, right? Even putting a bunch of sand in a wheelbarrow and roll it down to the tube. Like I, that would have been great because I know everybody would have been running back and forth and I would have just filled that baby bad boy up so high I that know. I probably would have won it in one take. You get what I'm saying? Like I wish yeah. there was a little bit more of that. Stuff to show off your strength. Yes. I think they should definitely do that. Yeah. I know. You know what it is in that space? They really can't do it. It's too small. 
Like the challenge, they have a shit ton of space. They could, they literally have a whole field that they could work with. But big, big with Big Brother, it's just the backyard. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Right. And listen, you're a strong guy. I know that. So, um, I think uh, I was reading some stuff that you uh, you uh, bench press like three fifteen, three fifty. Yeah, I probably can't do that anymore, Pop. But <laughs> but yeah, how I does he know pop. that? <laughs> Derek, it was he's... on my bio because that was the only oh. thing I could really talk about. I, you know, I do cross. I, you know, I did CrossFit, plan to go back, um, but you know, I did a back squat of like you know five hundred and thirty pounds. I did a deadlift of five hundred and wow. something, and then I have a bench of maybe three fifteen or something like that. So I was a very, I was a very strong guy. Um, not anymore now because I lost all my muscle because I didn't work out, you know, during during the summer. I know it's impossible. Uh, there, but you know, I definitely would go back. But I love. I just love the fact that, um, you know, I was able to go in there and just show people, hey, you can do these things no matter what size you are and yeah. never give up. Yep. That was my main purpose of being there, especially as a big guy. Yep. A hundred percent. And I read that you also, you did a little boxing yourself, right? I did. I did pop. I did a, I did a little bit of boxing when I was young, um, amateur, never got into professional. Um, and then once I got to... Um, you know, once I got to like eighth grade and stuff, my mom was like, you know, he's not going to be doing this. This is not <laughs> going to happen. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. um, and same thing, you know, once I got to high school, I wanted to continue doing it more and more and more, but I just couldn't. I just, my mom wouldn't let me have it. And it's a dangerous sport. You can really hurt yourself. Yeah. And whatnot. We're talking about getting punched in your head multiple times. Uh, and my dad never wanted me to do it. My dad wanted me to really focus on work focus on education focus on things like that yeah oh he would be very proud of you i'm sure thank you thank mm -hmm. you thank you thank you thank you um well listen i'm gonna come down to philly soon we're gonna hang out i, I hope so wait. tommy and what are you and here's my question let me turn the interview on you what are you doing what are, well what's, what's, what's it's your it's funny you ask so you know when you mentioned the social media influencer thing that yeah. was never my plan but it's just very interesting the way the universe works, the way God works. Um, I got out of Big Brother and I get, you know, some followers and I'm able to make a living off of social media now. Wow. And it was perfect because Broadway shut down. The pandemic hit like oh, yeah, six months. Sure. The sure. pandemic hit six months after I finished my season. So I always say I'm so grateful that uh, I did Big Brother, the, the timing of it all, um, because yeah. I was able to survive for the last year and a half solely off of making videos, making people laugh, and then doing ads, advertising for companies that I believe in. So I, I hope that, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, then we, we could talk more. I can introduce you to some of my people that I work with. Oh, and, that would be great. That'd um, be... But that's that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just waiting Broadway just to open back up. But there really aren't any yeah. jobs open, so I gotta wait till the jobs start to open up a bit more. It'll probably be another couple of months to a year before that happens. And so we just do our show right here. I'm back in yeah. school full time, mm -hmm. studying to be a psychology major, and I'm just a Big Brother super fan on the side as well. I fly I to LA that. to meet the whole cast when I can. <laughs> I know when you came out, I was so shocked. I was so like. 
I was gagged. I, I could believe. not miss it. I was so excited. Holly was like, oh it, it happened. Was wonderful having you there. Like, I just oh, couldn't believe it. I was and so happy. So, all the B, B alum families, uh, you know, past players are amazing. Because, you know, when you get out, you're kind of like, I don't know what to do. Now I'm trying to figure out the shirts. Like, I need to figure out. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. And now I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do the shirt. And then also, how am I going to sit here and do the... Um, how am I going to do the shirt? And then also, how am I going to stay here and do the podcast? Like me and Adam do yep. our YouTube, but now we're adding the podcast into it, which is really just the same thing. It's just now we're adding a little bit. I don't know. It's going to be weird because the podcast is not going to be just us there sitting there talking because we're doing our normal gimmickies that we normally do for the YouTube show, which yep. would be we have the green screen where we're adding into stuff. Wow. We might get dressed up and things like that. That's so fun. Wow, I love that. Great. Well, yeah. good. I'll everybody make sure you follow the regular Degular show. They're so Thank funny. You. They're so good. Adam is incredible. He was supposed to come on, but we'll get him on the next one with you. But he is so incredible. Him yes, and Lauren. Him and Lauren did an amazing job running your social media this this summer. They were they incredible. Did. I'm scared to even take it. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's so no, but you're doing a great job having it back too. You're 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 killing it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm you're ahead. doing great. So everyone make sure you follow along. Uh and I can't wait to see what you do next, Derek. You're the best. One, two, three. Two, three. It's, it's been, been real. real.